under the under the lyrics or something like that and then that was kind of where it ended and that was in like may and then i was going through school more and i got to the point with school where i was just really bored and needed something outside of school to do for fun that was productive and i started that's kind of when i came into this idea of like at the start it was just like looking for new music every week to like share on like my Instagram and I made like a TikTok to share like new music that came out and then I was thinking it'd be cool to like interview some of the underground artists and like use it more as like a way to push like underground music as it comes out and like share it and help more people hear it hopefully and it's not it's not really the point where like more people are hearing it yet but I'm hoping down you know a year or two hopefully okay. Who I I have I have a feeling we're gonna look back on this podcast in like ten years, and I'm gonna be fucking starting to gray, get gray, <laughs> you know, have some gray in my beard, maybe, maybe hopefully a, a wife, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be like, yeah, remember that time where like you know I'm sure by this time we'll have already met at some at like my my Indiana show or something. Let me see. And uh, you know I'm I'm sure like we'll look back on this and be like wow like that was when it was just starting you know who knew yeah, that was the start of it all <laughs> yeah. so I mean that's sick though I I really you know have to say like you know it means I coming from an artist who is struggling and who is technically still underground you know it means a lot what you're doing and and you don't I don't think you know you you realize like how much you know what you're doing even if it doesn't maybe get like a million views right now like you know you reaching out to an artist who's maybe you know still going through that uh am i good enough dialogue in their head you reaching out saying i fucking love this song you know um we'd love to have you on or even just you know giving them a platform it's like such a big thing especially you know for confidence of an artist for like that reassurance that validation which is so important early on because like you know if you don't you know if you if you start and all you get is no's and they're like people telling you your music is bad you know like you're not going to keep doing it but, you know, it's like the validation, you know, not, it's not even necessarily about the validation, but just the support, the belief in that, you know, like what I see for this music, you also see is like so, so like heartwarming and like um, appreciated, you know, and I really, you know, just want, you know, you to know that, you know. Thanks. I appreciate it. Yeah, I really, I really do believe that all artists out there have a crowd is just it's really hard to find it you know like i think for a lot of people until you get out there like i think everybody has people that will love their music if they heard it but with how saturated music is it's so hard to find your audience yeah 100 percent. you gotta and like for even as a fan you gotta sift through all this bullshit nowadays because you know a lot of these bigger accounts will just post anyone who pays them you know mm-hmm. it's like really doing the curating they're just more in it for the bread once which is like you can't blame them you know if, if you had an opportunity if, if i had an opportunity to have an instagram account and all i had to do was post a picture and a video that this random guy said and he'll send me fucking 10 grand you know what i mean of course, yeah. <laughs> of course i'm gonna do that you know without thinking twice and uh so you can't you can't blame the guys but uh yeah like you know it's it's so dope to see you know someone that you know is really just in it to help these people out and i think that's really you know that's really amazing and um you know hopefully one day when our platforms are both bigger we can do something and and make an even you know bigger uh dent in the problem for these underground artists and we can really change the world you know yeah no i i'm all about that i uh i recorded this thing on my phone the other day where i was just like i i don't even remember where i was i think i was driving back from the gym or something and i was just like i recorded myself like telling myself like 
I don't know when it's going to be, but at some point you're going to put on like a, I don't even want to call it like a festival, but some sort of like performance um, thing where like a bunch of underground artists can come and perform and like showcase themselves. I think that'd be like the ultimate goal for this to get to at some point would be. Really that'd be lit. Cool. Honestly, that'd be lit. Um, I guess I'm going to have to see like, you know, how much a flight to Indiana costs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's where you're from, right? I don't know. It said it on the Zoom thing. So I just assume that's where it says I'm from Indiana. No, I'm not from Indiana. <laughs> That's where I thought, yo, because I, I looked at the Zoom thing and it said like the it said, yo, here I'm going to it right now because I want to see what the fuck it said. But I was in this Zoom like, uh, you know how like when you log on, you can it tells you like the, the like um, time zone thing. Yeah, here, here it goes. Time January twentieth, twenty twenty three, five p.m. Indiana. <laughs> no, I would hate my life. I lived in here. <laughs> Chicago. No, no, I live in South Carolina right now, but. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's crazy. So, like, you know, is there beef between North and South Carolina? I don't think so. They're just, like, super different places. Like, they're really close, but, like, South Carolina is, like, lives in, like, the 1950s. And I, I spent some time in North Carolina as well, and North Carolina is more, like, up to date. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. Nah, I, I don't know anything with the word South in it that refers to the U.S. I'm always it's, like, Ooh. yeah, it's, it's the South. It's uh, <laughs> you hear things that you don't know you can hear in 2022. I'm like, somebody's racist in there. <laughs> yeah. you know. So it's uh, you know what I got. I gotta say though, like you know, Southern hospitality seems to be a real thing. I don't know everyone yeah. that I've met from the South though, like they've been the nicest people. You know. Yeah, it goes you know, both ways. <laughs> Yeah, and, and you know what? Like a lot of dope artists came from like Louisiana and stuff in the South, and like, um, honestly, I've always wanted to go on it. Like to be honest, I just I just know Popeyes is from there. Popeyes, like if, if a fast food chain can be that good from the <laughs> South, imagine like what the home cooked like chicken must be. Like. Yeah, spicy bl- black and chicken sandwiches. <laughs> so good. My God, yeah, I honestly want to go so bad, man. I was thinking of doing like a road trip with the homies and going like, um, I don't know. My mom did it when she was a kid. She went like all the way through the U.S. Her car broke down in like uh, Missouri or something, and she was stuck in this town for like a small nowhere town for like a week. But um, you know, I don't know. I want to have some stories like that. So I was thinking maybe doing a road trip in the south or something. Yeah, that'd be sick. Have you but, been to the states at all? Or yeah, yeah. I uh, my grandparents uh, as a kid, they, my grandparents used to have a house in Florida, so I was down in Florida a little bit. Um, I went down there a couple of times. I had my aunt, so my dad's sister was living in Jersey for her whole, basically my whole life, as long as I've known her. She was living in Jersey in New York. So that was, you know, a place we were at a lot, which was easy. You know, it's like a, like a nine hour drive for us or like a two hour flight. So it wasn't bad. And, uh, you know, playing competitive hockey and baseball, we were in the States a lot for that. So I was at, uh, I was in like Rochester, I was in like Detroit, I was in, uh, like a bunch of places like that, P- Pittsburgh for a tournament. Rochester, um, Minnesota? Rochester, New York. New York. New York. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and, like we went to Pittsburgh, we went to Philly. Um, yeah, no, it was just, it was just cool. Like, like kind of road tripping down there. States are, are, are very fun. I like it. Only thing I can't really vibe with is how advertised the cigarettes are in the <laughs> crazy. I was telling my friends when I came back, I was like, if I was living in the US, I'd be smoking two packs a day, guaranteed. <laughs> it's like, because here in Canada, like, it's like you have to hide it. 
right? You, you can't like have it to be able to be seen without being requested for it. And like the packages all have like images of people dying and they're like, this is what happens if you smoke, don't smoke, right? And then you go to the US and there's like, and like you go to the behind the thing and there's like flashing lights. There's like pretty girls advertising the cigarettes. They're like, here, have a Marlboro. You'll look hot. You know what I mean? And you're just like, what the fuck? And then a little like thing on the side is like, smoking is bad for you. you know? <laughs> it's fucked. I don't know. That was crazy to me. And like the drink sizes, I went to the gas station and there was like a three liter Arizona. I'm like, who's getting three liters of Arizona? <laughs> For like who's 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 waking up at 8, 8, 8 a.m and like all right i got a six hour drive ahead of me fuck this water let me get like three let me get three liters of arnold palmer half and half <laughs> crazy i don't know i always found that well but yeah honestly i i would uh i would love to live somewhere like montana or something maybe one day get a little get a little like plot of land out there and just you know put a hockey rink um hockey rink get some dogs you know yeah it's i haven't crazy. been yet but montana looks sick like it does look sick have you been like so how many states have you been to i think i've been to all of them except for i'm going to california next month for the first time um and i oh, haven't yeah. been to washington but and montana but i feel like that like northwest corner i haven't really hit but other than that i've I like traveling a lot, so I'll just get in my car and drive. When I was, um, I was like eighteen. I I grew up in Minnesota, and right. I just like on a Thursday on a whim just decided to drive to New York, which is like twenty two hours to go see Eminem. So I've <laughs> I've always been pretty spontaneous. <laughs> That's pretty sick, man. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, yeah, yeah, honestly, LA is really lit. I think you would like LA. It's um. It's definitely like it's it's like it's weird like you I don't think you'll like like L A L A but like if you go to like the outskirts where like the pe like most people actually like want to live like mm -hmm. Hermosa Beach stuff like that um it's the best it's so chill it's such a good vibe you, like you can go on you can walk along the pier grab some tacos and then just go surf and then like also at the same time it's like normal it's like normal civilization which is cool too like. You know, usually in those beach towns, it's like dessert in like beach towns that I've been to. It's like deserted and kind of like chill. Run down. But, yeah. <laughs> but these ones, it's like, you're right. Like everything's like completely normal. And there just happens to be a beach and also like a pier and also tacos right there on the shore and also uh, bubble tea and also like everything that you could ever want and need. And well, you will blow your whole bank account. You know? <laughs> um, yeah, it was crazy. My mom, my mom used to live down there for a little bit. She lived in L.A. And uh, she worked on Venice Beach Pier at like a tattoo, at like a, at like a, uh, uh, what do you call it? Like a piercing shop. And uh, uh, and then like 30 years later, we went, like she went back with me when I was a young kid and uh, the same guy still owned it. And he recognized her. He's like, oh, Robin, like, how are you? <laughs> and it was like this guy, Pierre. And then uh, he, since it was like a piercing shop, he pierced my ears for me in L.A., it was like the same place that my mom used to work 30 years ago. And I always thought that was super dope, you know? Yeah, that's sick. Maybe one day I'll send my kids down there to work for Pierre. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, you're going down. There's no, you can't do anything about it. You, you gotta Some, go. Yeah, someone's gotta pierce your ears, kids. Come on. <laughs> but yeah, man, honestly, LA's, LA, like some of my favorite memories I've ever had are from LA. So like, I think you're gonna love it. You should go and spend like, I would say spend like at least like a couple weeks down there. Yeah, just enjoy it. Soak it all in. Soak it all in. You know, see if you can find Snoop Dogg walking around or something. <laughs>
Dude, that dude's gonna live forever. Like, I, I can't believe he looks so young. Like, he acts so young still, even though he's he's got to be like late mid to late fifties now. Like, bro, nah, nah, he's <laughs> young, bro. I thought I thought it was the opposite. I think he's like fifty one or something. Really? No, I thought he was like seventy. Like up until like a, a good like three months ago, I thought he was like on the verge of like being that old. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like. I thought because I would see like his gr- little bit of gray hair, and I was like, "Dude, Snoop's getting up there." And then my dad was like, "No, nah, he's like my age." Like, <laughs> you know, I was like what? <laughs> yeah, hold on, I'll tell you right now, Snoop Dogg, age. He's fifty-one. Dang. <laughs> Crazy. I know. I know. I think it's all the weed, man. It's like it's hard to get a gauge on someone who smokes that much because <laughs> smoking the weed makes them naturally feel younger. Like they got the younger energy, you yeah. know. But then, like, the fact that, like, his dreads only start, like, back here now. Yeah, they're, like, really, really receded. You know, it's, like, it's hard to gauge. But you know what? God, that guy's a legend. I love Snoop, man. <laughs> He's just, like, one of those people that, like, if I was out at dinner or, like, like just smoking in my room like or, like, on the balcony, like, that's the one guy I would want there. <laughs> He's fucking so smart. Like, you can see when he talks. He's brilliant. Yeah. And also, he's, like, so chill, and he's just, he's also fucking hilarious. Like, I don't know if you ever saw that thing he did with Kevin Hart, where they, like, uh, the narration the, thing? Where they reviewed, like, the, yeah, then they narrated the Olympics. That shit was so funny. <laughs> and he was just off the cuff. He was like, damn, that horse crew walking cut. That's <laughs> new, <laughs> bro, stop. But yeah, no, he's uh, I saw him in uh, Wiz Khalifa, and actually had another show in Chicago. And the whole show, they were just, like, trying to outsmoke each other. And it was the most entertaining thing. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah, that would have been a crazy show. Man, I, I honestly love Snoop. I love Snoop. He's also one of those guys that, like, I love the way he carries himself, you know? He does it right. Yeah. Yeah, I really, I really, look, I really like, look up to people like that. Him, Cole, him, Cole um, you know, to a certain extent, Drake, you know? All those guys, like, they're just dope. Seem to, they, they got to figure it out, you know? <laughs> yeah yeah and all i don't know how he has time for anything because i feel like he just does so much random stuff like you'll just see him in most yeah. random things <laughs> yeah did you ever see that video where he did like a he did like a feature for like a for like a i think it was like a taiwanese artist yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> that, that video thing yeah and he's like in the music video and it's just yeah. like so and i bet you if you like he has no idea what they're saying in the song so he just like Threw a random verse out there and he's like, fuck it. But that's, I don't know. It's just like, it's so crazy. He's like Shaq where like, you'll just like walk into like the grocery store and you'll see Shaq on like a random cereal box. <laughs> and at the same time, he'll be on like a deodorant stick and it'll be like, you know, like uh, dunk on body odor. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see him like DJ sometime. I think that'd be so cool. Shaq? Shaq yeah. he's, I think he did Bell once in Toronto. Um. Which was apparent. I feel like I'm maybe I'm remembering wrong, but I feel like he did come and perform in Toronto once. Um, yeah. Definitely missed it. I can't afford concert tickets. Yeah. <laughs> but now they're so expensive. Oh my like, god, it's crazy! Especially if you want to like actually see the show. It's yeah. I had this. Uh, I had this idea that I wanted to do a whole tour once. Like once I'm like, if I get like you know like to like a crazy level of fame, where like I know I could sell out a show like anywhere I played, basically what I'd want to do is like a world tour, but like a pop-up world tour for free. If that makes sense. Where you just like show up and you're like, come in. We're like, we're like, um, no one knows what's happening. Right. And then I'll post on my Instagram, 
at like 9 a.m. or like 10 a.m. Like uh, Sydney, Australia, it's going up tonight at this location. You know what I mean? <laughs> be here at this time, right? And then like whoever shows up first gets to be at the, at the show. And it's like, you know, it doesn't matter if you're rich, broke or poor, you can all get in. Yeah. Um, and then like, you know, if I, if I did it in like, you know, like if I did it in like New York or something, right. I'd be like, yo, New York, it's going up at Madison square garden. And I would tell them at like 6 PM and I'd be like, show starts at eight. You have two hours to get here, you know, first come, first and, <laughs> and then, uh, and then like, I would bring out like 50 cent and I would bring out like, you know, um, I don't know. I bring out uh, J.I., the Prince of NY and I bring out like, you know, I'd bring out all these people, like the artists from their communities and just like, it would be a cool way to, I feel like connect like, you know, to the world in like a way that like people who otherwise wouldn't be able to see the shows would be able to see the shows, you know, cause that's, dude, it's fucked. Like you have, you have to like, like actually go broke to see like a lot of these artists now. Yeah. And even just like a few years ago, like when I went to go see Eminem and that was, I guess it wasn't just a few years ago. It was like 2014, but like I got like close seats for like a hundred bucks, which is still a lot of money, but it was like close. Now, if you want to see somebody, it's like, you're paying like hundreds of dollars to not even be that close. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah. I went to, I wanted to go see uh, the 1975 when they came and to get a seat in like the bowl where like you're far as fuck from the thing. Um, it was like $464. Jeez. Resale. <laughs> I'm sure the retail was like 150, but even still it's like, yeah. You know, I don't know. I, my personal belief is that, like, you know, if I could, I would make all concerts free or at least really cheap. Yeah. Like, you know, like, how is it fair that, like, you know, I could love an artist so much but be broke and just because somebody else has daddy's money. Yeah, you know, they get to go. They get to go when, you know, maybe they don't really love you as much as I do, you know? Why don't we make it an even playing field and be like, you know, whoever's here at this, whoever's here first gets in and then since I love him so much, I'll be there early and, and I'll see him and, and be happy because I saw him because I put the work in to see him. And then it also makes the bond so much stronger between artist and, and, you know, and like, um, concert goer, I feel like when it's like, I actually had to work to be here and, and you know what I mean? And, and also he like wanted me here sort of, you know, if that makes sense. Yeah. Realistically, the people I'd be most excited to play for would be the people that like actually gave a fuck to come early and wait in line. And it's like this strong bond. And then hopefully like, Another thing I want to do is I wanted to have, like, if we do have to pay for tickets at my shows one day, hopefully I can do this thing where the first two rows are all blocked out, right? The first two rows, no one can buy seats for, mm -hmm. and we just pick random people from around the stadium. Like, it's like every ticket gets entered into a draw, and then once this, like, right before the show starts, someone will come grab you from your seats if you win the draw. It doesn't matter if you're in the fucking bleachers, nosebleeds, or if you're in, like, anywhere in this in the stadium and it's like a, a, a lottery sort of that no one knows about and we just kind of like pick random people and we're like yo if you want you can come sit in the front row like we just have them reserved for like any fan can get it you know yeah shit like that would be cool like i want it to, i want to make it like sort of like a enjoyable thing for everyone not just the richest yeah have you done any shows around toronto at all no i think that's um, like a scary scene it's like so big like it'd be a scary <laughs> saying that i'm just like i feel like i'm underprepared and i feel like you know i'm still like working that you know in therapy like that i'm not good enough stuff yeah you know when it comes to like making music i have no issue making it in front of people 
And I feel like I really like over time, it's been a lot better. Like I used to be afraid to sing in front of my family and stuff. And now I have no problem singing in front of my friends, singing in front of like, you know, really anyone who asks me. I sang in front of my boss the other day. It was hilarious. <laughs> uh, uh, but I don't know, something I just, I don't want to go up there unprepared. And I feel like for me, um, you know, I just want to go up there and make sure that I can actually show everyone a good time and not be afraid. And, and uh, I made a, actually, it's funny that you asked that because today, uh, this morning, actually in therapy, my therapist made me make her a promise that by Valentine's Day, I'll have done one open mic at least. So we'll see. I'm trying to get, you know, better. I'm just working up the courage to actually book one, you know? Yeah, that's cool, though. I mean, that's, that's how it starts. You set goals and then give yourself mm -hmm. a date. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, that's the way to do it. Honestly, I'm I'm ready to roll. So this ball's rolling whether I like it or not. And, uh, I <laughs> you know, I definitely fucking like it. So we're here to do it. Right. So I got to If that's my if that's my I was actually like, you know, thinking about it last night. I was like, I can have two like story arcs to my life right now. I can either, you know, have the story arc be, uh, you know, me getting over my fear of performing and becoming, you know, who I was always meant to be, that that greater version of myself. Or I cannot do it, decide that I'm going to give everything up that I love and then have to cope with just being okay with what I have. And I was like, which story do I want? It's not the second one, you know? <laughs> so it's just what I got to do. And I'm, I'm, I'm honestly excited to do it, like, I'd be lying if I said, like, I don't picture every single night, like, me singing my songs in front of 60,000 people, like, everyone singing it back to me and, like, seeing my parents and my family and, and my best friends around me and my and my buddies on stage with me, like, like playing guitar and stuff. Like, that's, like, my dream, you know? Yeah, I think it's so cool when you can do it with your buddies, too. Like, you see the people that come up and they got, like, their buddies they started it with. Or, like, I don't know. Yeah. I just think of, like, Charlie on a Friday or... Yeah. Like, and, like, just seeing them with, like their homies up there and just like, that's that's the way to do it like when you got your boys up there supporting you a thousand percent you know that's the that's the goal man just to have that moment where uh you know i'm standing on on the stage you know and i play that first chord of you know a song that i had poured my soul into and everyone you know pours their soul out to me that's like the and we just kind of meet in the middle that's kind of like the goal you know yeah but yeah, man, uh, that's, that's, that's really like, you know, what I'm working towards and hopefully it works out and, you know, you, you doing this is one step closer, you know, whether you want, whether you know that or not, whether, you know, it feels like that or not, it really is, you know, this is one, like, this is like the shit that I'll remember, you know, forever. It's like, remember when, when, when Batman had me on this podcast, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> started talking about goals and where we're going in the future. <laughs> yeah exactly and i'm just gonna be like you know in, the, in my grammy speech you know i just want to thank batman and <laughs> you know he's doing he's saving the world over there you know he's keeping me he's keeping me in check and <laughs> you know i haven't i haven't jaywalked one time in the last <laughs> jaywalked one time yeah <laughs> yeah keep the streets safe <laughs> but yeah man this has been honestly like really man thank you from yeah i appreciate you coming on it was really great to get to talk to you and learn more about you and i look forward to hearing all your music that comes out this year and yeah man watch I, your journey as it unfolds looking forward to, to showing it to the world and showing it to you guys and uh you know hopefully we talk soon again yeah let's, yeah let's, let's do a checkup one of these times you know yeah i'd definitely be down i'm definitely yeah call you call you from my basement studio be like hey man i'm still broke honestly <laughs> check so back next music coming out if you want to <laughs> do something yeah yeah check, check back in in, in another